You're listening to Autumn on the Air, the weekly podcast that brings you conversations about the impact of research commercialization and the people who make it happen. Join us for interviews with patent and licensing professionals, innovators, entrepreneurs, and tech transfer leaders on the issues and trends that matter most. Keep listening for an inside track on the people, IP policies, and politics changing our world. Welcome to Autumn on the Air. I'm your host, Lisa Mueller. Today, I'm thrilled to be speaking with Dr. Ruzena Stemberkova, the head of the Technology Transfer Office at the University of South Bohemia in the Czech Republic. In 2014, Ruzena was elected a member of Transfer.cz, a unified functional platform to defend the interests of the technology transfer community in the Czech Republic. In 2019, Rosena was appointed vice chair of the organization. Rosena is also a member of the newly established EPO PatLib Committee for the Vicegrad Region, a member of the European Presidency of ASTP Proton NAAC, a member of the International Network ITTN, and a member of LESI Czech Republic and Slovakia. Rosena is also the author of a number of articles and publications on intellectual property and technology transfer. Welcome, Rosena. So glad to have you on the air. Thank you very much for the invitation. Oh, I'm really excited to have you here. And I wanted to start off by asking how you got involved in the commercialization of technology. That's a nice story because uh, in Czech Republic, I was uh, elected uh, like a member of the city council and before I worked as a head of the tourism and um, culture and foreign uh, ship twinning, um, working with the, our twin cities uh, at the city in Prachatice, located in the southern part of Czech Republic. And it is not possible if you are elected to the city council uh, to be a head of any department. So I have to decide if I want to be a city councillor or if I will be looking for another job. So I decided, okay, maybe it's the time to change my work. It was my first work. And at the same time, uh, at a university, they were looking for IP manager and head of TDO. So I decided, okay, that that is a good challenge. Maybe I will try and we will see what will be coming. And I got this job as a head of the TTO. So it was as the head. A, as a head, because it was fresh new in the year 2012. Uh, there were a projects that were supported by the Ministry of Education to create their own TTO at each university in Czech Republic. So there was no staff, no, no idea how to do that. So they were looking for new people and I got this job. So you got the job and you had no idea about tech transfer. So that must have been quite a challenge too for you to even figure out how to start. How did you do that? Uh, it was amazing because, uh, you know, I, before I have worked with uh, companies, but uh, like a sponsors, uh, entrepreneurship, so looking for to make a contact, but from another point of view. And after that, fully new IP, uh, these all topics for me. So I, I decided, okay, it's necessary to study at the intellectual property office in Prague in Czech Republic. 
uh, for two years and I have graduated there. And after that, I decided, okay, if I am working at a university, I will make my PhD. So uh, that was a good idea to make international patent law by uh, one at Czech university is like PhD. So uh, to foster myself to get uh, as much information about these all new topics for myself and for about for my job and for the university. Wow, that's really impressive. So you were doing that at the same time as you were working in the tech transfer office. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's super impressive. Um, congratulations. I'm, Thank you. I'm very, very impressed. So I wanted to ask you, you know, so as you know, tech transfer is complex and differs country by country because of the requirements for protecting intellectual property and the methods obviously all vary as well. So what is the tech transfer process like in the Czech Republic? Mm-hmm. It's interesting because as I mentioned, uh, it was started in the year 2012. So uh, just now we are, we created also, that's uh, very nice information uh, because at the universities are really persons, my colleagues that uh, loves their job. And uh, for most of them, it was really a new job. So we decided that we should create uh, such an association, national one platform, uh, which is called Transfera. And I am a vice head uh, responsible for the uh, international rela- relationship. And uh, we are looking to push from this platform to the ministries, to the technology agency of the Czech Republic, that the technology transfer will be visible. So uh, that's very necessary. And since uh, the last three or four years, we have really success uh, because uh, the uh, innovation strategy uh, since two years exists in the Czech Republic. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, And technology transfer is visible also for the ministries like Ministry of Education, Ministry of Regional Development, Ministry of Industry. So we are very happy that uh, uh, through uh, the universities, through this platform, or even through the inter- the colleagues that we have uh, at different ministries or agencies speak about technology transfer. And even that all this topic is visible, not only through the intellectual property office, but also for us. It sounds like the tech transfer community in the Czech Republic must be pretty close. And you guys have achieved a lot in, you know, 10 years. Um, So it seems like a very collaborative, close working group of individuals. Yeah, that's right. But uh, I I should also mention Czech Republic is a small country in the the heart of the Europe, maybe. But uh, through this that we are visible. We know each other. We can say it's really small country. So maybe we are really fostered that uh, we have such a good achievements after 10 years. So can you tell us a little bit about how the University of South Bohemia supports tech transfer? Mm -hmm. That's also a very nice question for myself because uh, we have the management of the university that supports uh, technology transfer. Uh, maybe also that uh, we have really nice achievements uh, during the last 10 years. Uh, before the TTO was was established, there was no license, any license. Uh, there was no IP strategy, no commercialization strategy. So that's uh, the thing that is just now visible. Uh, we don't have 
uh, I, I call it golden eye. Uh, so a lot of millions that will be coming to the university, but it uh, belongs also to the faculties that we have. So we don't have uh, medicine, we don't have technical faculty, we have agriculture, fishery faculty, but all the research and even the invention that we have are interested, but for small groups of companies. But still, we are visible through all these inventions, at least, I think. Uh, and the second point, uh, the uh, instead of the support of the university, of the management, uh, we are or we are looking to get a lot of money from the projects um, in the Europe it's uh, used that uh, we apply a lot of different international national projects uh, not only for the DTO itself but also for the researchers and for about for the proof of concept uh, strategy so it's very interesting that also through this money that we got for the university, we are also visible inside the university because the researchers are coming to you and they are asking, okay, can I apply a small project uh, in the university? And uh, they know and uh, that we exist and that we can help them firstly to get the money and they give us after that interesting um, invention that we can after that promote and to bring through the commercialization to the companies. So it sounds like that there's a fair amount of collaboration between the government, um, private entities with the university while developing these innovations from the university. Yeah, that's uh, right. We, we really have a nice network, I will say. And uh, since the last two years, we have uh, one another entities that I never be heard about before. Uh, these are the group's uh, investors called Busyman, and this platform concern the companies that really they have money, they are interested in the inventions, in the patents, in any invention from the university. And they are looking not only for commercialization, but also for to support even proof of concept process. Uh, to make the improvement if it will be necessary or to look if really works in that way that the researchers think. And after that, that uh, we can commercialize it. So we are just at the beginning to work with them, but uh, it looks like very good. That's fantastic. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and ask you, how does your office enhance awareness about technology transfer and entrepreneurship? I think we are doing very well. Uh, we, uh, through all the network that we can use, not only in the so southern part of uh, Czech Republic, South Bohemia region, uh, but also out of our region, but also Czech Republic is really very small country. So I'm also a member of ASTP. So we are looking uh, through the platform, uh, through the Euro European one. And anyway, South Bohemian region is close to the German and Austria border. So just now, uh, in one month, we are organizing a new platform belong the cross border uh, between Czech, German and Austria to meet all the DTOs and to make maybe a new project together and develop uh, the TT platform also. And... Um, we are also a member of IDDN. Uh, um, we belong also to AUTM because it's necessary to collaborate worldwide because you have the invention that's really perfect, that's uh, fully new, but it can be used all over the world. 
So I wanted to ask you, in the Czech Republic, would you say there are historically marginalized groups that would benefit from equity, diversity, and inclusion initiatives? Mm -hmm. I will say we have really one perfect and best case ever. Uh, It's from the uh, chemistry, um, academy science of chemistry. And they developed a best patent that uh, it's used all over the world. Uh, it's in medicine. It's against AIDS. And it was the Professor Holly, which is really number one. Uh, he didn't live anymore, but uh, uh, it was really number one in patent. And uh, if you are looking in Oxford or in Israeli, so we have our Israeli uh, itself. So this is this uh, Professor Holly and the medicine against AIDS. So uh, that's the number one. But I think um, during all these years, it's improved and uh, everybody is looking for uh, how to make the bridge between the academia, university and the companies. And maybe one point more after the COVID or COVID pandemic. Um all the society were looking, okay, we have the researchers. How can they help us? They should look after any medicine, how to help that people. So also through this pandemic, if um, there is coming something bad, you have to look what positive it brings. So exactly. maybe that was the positive impact of that. So is your office taking any steps to make technology transfer in your region more accessible to marginalized groups? Yeah, uh, I think uh, we can make a lot of steps, but uh, anyway, you have to look after in your university how you are visible uh, to make the promotion also inside the university. After that, in the region, uh, maybe a case in our region, I just started uh, to collaborate much more with the district of South Bohemia because uh, we are uh, two universities located in our region. So it's necessary to be close to this collaboration because they can help us and we can help them. And after that, uh, in all these platforms that we have, so national one, international one, uh, to be close and to be active. And maybe I can mention uh, one point that I also use for our technology transfer office. I have found it out (laughs) is uh, project. We apply projects. So I decided, okay, all the national authority or international authorities are looking for evaluator of this project. So uh, I thought, okay, I I will try that because uh, it could be also very interesting and impressive uh, which projects are going on or which are applied. So I can uh, see what's going on in Europe, maybe in Czech Republic. So this is another point of view that I also use for our university, how to be successful maybe in applying of the projects. And uh, it's also uh, sometimes uh, very interesting. Oh, I'm sure it is really, really interesting. So I also wanted to switch gears again and ask you, you know, every technology comes with its own obstacles during the process of commercialization. What's the most common challenge you face when working to commercialize a technology and how do you overcome that problem? Mm-hmm. So the <laughs> it's interesting what everything can happen, but I love even my work for that. Even the challenges. Yeah, all these challenges uh, brings you uh, further, but uh, they are few days, maybe months that you have to face all these challenges and questions and uh, obstacles. Uh, so you have to 
uh, have, you should have still the trust because it brings you further. Uh, sometimes it's very hard to speak with the researchers because they are really engaged and uh, they think uh, that works really in that way and uh, you should bring them further. You sh- maybe we should communicate with the investors or with us or with pat- patent at- attorneys. So sometimes it's really hard, but um, step by step, uh, you should go further also and communication. Communication is number one in everything what you have to do. So Absolutely. Yeah. With poor communication comes poor results. So it sounds like you and your team are doing really well on that front. Thank you. <laughs> well, it, it sounds like, you know, your team has accomplished a lot in 10 so years. What would you say you're most proud of? We are proud that uh, just now I will say uh, we are visible inside the university. We are well known. Uh, we are proud of two of our licenses that are really number one. Uh, the first one, something that you never expect at the beginning. Uh, we have um, trademark and technology for sergeant-friendly caviar, how to get it. And after that, from the fishery faculty. So Really? That's unusual. And after that, you are in cosmetics products. So that's something that is really incredible. And I love uh, the my diversity. Work yeah, exactly. Fish to cosmetics. That's the same case like uh, life science faculty uh, for nature sciences. And they have a European patent for musician. So that's really <laughs> incredible. But uh yeah, that's uh, really, yeah, kind of mind-blowing in a way, right? Yeah. That you yeah. wouldn't think about it. Yeah, never before. So what is that technology that they got that patent on? Uh, the technology is uh, how to bring the sounds uh, uh, without anything by the guitarists, uh, higher on or lower, if I will speak about it. I don't know the exact name for that. Uh, and uh, they are just playing and it works with the guitar. So just now we want to show the world uh, this inv- innovation through Rudelinka, uh, very well-known jazzman also in US uh, as in Czech Republic because he is coming from Czech Republic. So we will see. And that came out of the life sciences department. You would think that would be something more out of physics. Yeah, that's uh, right. But that's too, too funny. So you've mentioned a couple innovations that you've helped commercialize on. Which which one of those would you say, if you had to pick one, are you, are you the most proud of? Uh, the most that I'm proud of is um, in medicine from the life science faculty again uh, for oncology of pancreas. And just now we are at the beginning to create our first spin-off company. Uh, spin-off is the new big monster topic in Czech Republic because <laughs> uh, it, it, uh, it is not so used to set it up uh, such a spin-off or startup company. So all the TTOs are speaking about a lot and just now it's really starting and also a huge support from the government from that. But uh, we found out after two years great investors that they uh, he really wants to invest in our university in our region so it means uh, about 304 million crowns wow. Czech crowns uh, to further developing of uh, this invention that we have for this uh, on how to treat the 
pancreas if it is in oncology. Yeah, and that's such a terrible, terrible disease, pancreatic cancer, because usually it's diagnosed so late and there are very few treatment options available. So that that's amazing. And then I would imagine spinouts and uh, startups coming out of the university and another new for, you know, tech transfer offices there in the Czech Republic. So again, a lot of learning that all of you have to do as well, um, which I would imagine is an interesting time. Yeah, that's right. And uh, that's also reason why we used to come to such a conferences or exactly. workshops uh, to US or to another countries because you have much more experiences in it as we have in Czech Republic at the current time. Yeah. And that's one of the really neat things about the tech transfer community because it's so collaborative. You can reach out to somebody, whether they're in a tech transfer office in Europe or in the US or Australia and, you know, People are really great about helping one another, uh, such as as you found out there in the Czech Republic. So I wanted to ask you as the podcast comes to a close, what is your hope for the future of tech transfer in the Czech Republic and also on a global scale? So my uh, wishes for the tech transfer in Czech Republic is that uh, it will be still supported by the government and also by the universities because after uh, each four years is changing in the management. So uh, everybody is waiting who will be coming newly in the university, will be there the support for the technology transfer more or less or something like that. So I think if uh, there is the decision we need it and it's also supported from uh, different levels, so it should be supported also further because if you starting uh, at the point zero and you are growing, uh, that doesn't make sense if somebody decide, okay, it will be over and we don't need that so much. So that's the first hope because uh, we have two universities in Czech Republic from 28 that we have that uh, it was really not supported anymore. And uh, that's a pity because you have really the staff there. It's got to be nerve wracking that, you know, every four years, you know, you're kind of on pins and needles waiting to see who comes in next at the university. And, and you just, you know, don't know. You're kind of, you know, the uncertainty must be be a, a challenge to try and deal with. Yeah, that's right. And even also the motivation of this. Exactly. Stuff, because everybody is speaking, OK, technology transfer, they will earn a lot of money, money. through these licenses. Yeah. But it isn't true. You have really these golden eye like invention. And after that, maybe in a few years, you will get the money for the university, but not at the beginning. Right. Like your startup for pancreatic cancer, you may end up finding, be acquired. And, you know, it might be the, a, a blockbuster invention and it may reap you know, tremendous rewards for your university, but that's a long way off. So these are my best wishes. And uh, I love this uh, technology transfer community and IP community all over the world. And for the world, even that the technology transfer will be seen that it's really used to how to overbridge the companies uh, and the society between like uh, academia and university, because uh, there is no other such a point uh, inside the university or even by the companies that uh, you can come with a trust to technology transfer office and they from both of the parts from both uh, of the cross border we can say and you can ask for everything and they can tell you okay or I can connect you with another university is that they have such a research and maybe they can answer you 
So that will be my hope that uh, uh, the impact of the technology transfer offices all over the world will be higher also in the future. Well, Rujana, it's been really lovely talking to you today and learning more about tech transfer at the University of South Bohemia, as well as in the Czech Republic. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us on the air. Thank you very much also and best wishes and good health. Same to you. Well, that's a wrap for this week's show. Catch you next time on the air. I'm your host, Lisa Mueller, signing off. Thanks for listening to Autumn on the Air with Lisa Mueller. Get social with us and share your thoughts. You can tweet us at AUTM or visit us online at AUTM.net. We'll be back next week on the air. Be sure to join us. New to Tech Transfer or a seasoned pro? Autumn is the global member organization for Tech Transfer and is here to help you get connected, get smart, and get ahead. Whether you work in academia, research, government, business development, corporate engagement, or startups, Autumn is dedicated to supporting you through education, advocacy, networking, and promotion. Join and you'll receive 20 free live webinars, as well as meaningful discounts on meetings and courses, insider access to a vast network of colleagues to help you through challenges, and a line on new technologies and the university decision makers who license them. Membership is open for 2023. Join us.